Welcome in to the newest episode of Side Mission. Like always, I'm your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by all three of the boys today, Kyle, Matt, and Thacker. And today we're doing an episode that we have not done in over two and a half years of Side Mission. We are bringing you our top five worst games of 2022. So boys, this was, uh, I would like to say this was a hard list, but to be honest, we all kind of had a lot of the same games on it, so I think that we all... We all really kind of believed the same thing. We were, for anyone that's confused by this episode, we were planning on doing this as a part of our top 10 games of the year and kind of adding that into that episode, but that episode's already going to be over an hour long and you don't want to hear us get mad at games again when uh, when we're trying to be happy. So, fellas, are you all ready to hear what our top five worst games of the year are? Oh, yes, I am. Let's do it. So... Just so everybody knows what happened. I had all of the boys send me individually their personal top five least favorite games of the year. The number one spot on each list got five points. Number two got four points and so on and so forth. The games with the most points are obviously the ones that made the list. Because obviously if you put a game as number one, it means you're saying that's your least favorite game of the year. So, I can tell you right now. The difference between the first and second games on the list? One point. One point separated game. One point separated our second worst game of the year from our first. That's kind of crazy to me, and I think everybody that's listening kind of has an idea of what those two games are. So let's go ahead and dive right in. First, just like with the top ten games of the year, we have got a couple games that received votes but did not make the list. Receiving one point was Gran Turismo Seven. One singular point. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and hoe him. Thacker's the one that put it on his list. Even though nobody else played that game, I have no idea why that was on his list. But here we are. <laughs> yep. Yep, I did. I so, did indeed. up next was a game that, in retrospect, was a game that only Kyle and I had on our list. We both put it at the fifth spot on our list. And it was KO the Kangaroo. <laughs> that, yeah, game, that, disappointing. that game was so fucking bad. Just terrible, terrible yeah. writing. Terrible platforming. Bad across the board. And then, just in case y'all weren't done with Thacker yet, we have another reason to hoe him. Because this is the last game in this category. And it's actually the game that got the closest to making it on the list. Would have been boring because none of us could talk about it outside of him. And that is Dragon Ball Z Breakers. <laughs> I don't even have anything to say about that game because no, I didn't play it at all. So I have no... Thacker put it at third on his list. Anime games. Anime games, man. They fucking suck. Anyways. <laughs> here we go with the full list. Coming in at number five. It's our only Switch game on the list. Kyle's about to punch air. Kyle's punching air. What is it? What is it? Is it is it Mario Strikers? Is it Xenoblade 3? Hell no. Nah. It is Nintendo Switch Sports at number five. Matt, you, thank God, put this game high enough on your least favorite list to where it beat out Dragon Ball Z Breakers. And thank God you did because we all played that game so we can all at least talk about it. Thank you, Matt. I don't want to be the only one talking about a game now. <laughs> so Matt, you you actually put this game. This was your second least favorite game of the year. 
Yeah, uh, because it was absolutely one of the most lazy like releases I have ever seen from Nintendo. Yeah. And this reoccurring drip-feeding theme that Nintendo's been doing with gaming, uh, with, with sports-themed games is just absolutely dreadful. Like, w- w- did we not literally just get golf this month? We, did, we literally did, yeah. Sport, and Switch Sports came out in the summer. Yeah. And... We have no idea when the next update for this game is going to be. This game had a lack of online capabilities. Like, I don't really... I know you're the only person I played this game with online, and it wasn't fun. It wasn't at it's, all. I, I played this game with, with with people, like, in person, and it just wasn't fun. It didn't capture the spirit that I got on launch night with the Wii when Wii Sports came out. It had none of that. Not the bowling, not the... Not the like, what badminton is a badminton even in it <laughs> badminton was not in was not in wii sports it was but badminton was in this game it was in... that's the one i'm talking about in, in this game like it did not compare to how ten, like, tennis was a lot of fun in wii sports yeah I and agree. i also didn't like the fact that the only way to get any customization items for your your basic ass me like these are not me's these are these creepy like <laughs> uncanny valley lookalikes that are trying to overtake the Mies and it's not working. And I didn't like that you had to complete these weekly challenges that were were boring, sorry, to get all of these points and spend all of this time. Like that's the only reason why I played this game is because I wanted to complete like these little passes to get like emotes and, and different colored like um equipment. And it just did not push me to keep playing it, and I really got bored with it. You're and, telling me, yeah. we sport. I mean, you're telling me Switch Sports has a battle pass. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. It really kind of does. That's fucking disgusting. It, it well, indeed does, Kyle. Well, Kyle, here's the thing: you're the biggest Nintendo fan out there, bro. Tell me what you thought about this game. <laughs> so honestly, this game had the word Nintendo written on it, and I was like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not buying that. And <laughs> that was my experience of the game. I'm you not gonna turn that switch to GameStop as soon as possible. I don't have a switch. <laughs> he said, "I don't have a switch." That's you better funny. take your you better take your wife's switch back to GameStop. <laughs> oh my freaking god! Okay, I hide that's the switch funny. out of embarrassment. <laughs> you got now listen now listen if taylor can't get her animal crossing fix in you might die so i hope you don't steal her switch from her so you got to be careful about that we'll put you on a ban list at gamestop don't worry so so from switchboards we head down to our number four spot and fellas i almost can't believe that this game is this low it's a game that we all disliked at least all of us that played it all of us that were able to play it, we all disliked it for several, several reasons. Coming in at number four, just a measly two points ahead of Switch Sports, it's Gotham Knights. <laughs> Gotham, Gotham Knights. Shite. More like Gotham, Gotham Shites. Yeah, uh, needless to say, this game was absolutely fucking abysmal. Uh, the combat was terrible. The story story wasn't that good the game didn't look all that great the gliders were just a slap in the face i could go on and on and on about things that didn't work in this game thacker we played a lot of this game together even co-op really didn't save it and spoiler alert co-op failed to save other games on this list as well yep this game was abysmal even even in the fun 
I call it fine. Quote unquote fun. I'm lying my ass off now. <laughs> the quote unquote fun that is co-op in this game is uh interesting to say at best. I can't really call it fun as uh as it doesn't exactly work and the frame rate just really doesn't even want to make it work itself. Yeah, the frame rate, the performance in this game, this is an example of it just being like performance is not always everything, but it can really help games that struggle. I look at a game like Plague Tale Requiem, and that game would have been amazing if it was at 60 FPS, but it being at 30 FPS didn't hinder it because the rest of the game was good. A lot of this game, there's just so many weird design choices. Making characters like Lucius Fox and the Penguin, uh, making making those kind of characters just stationary quest givers, kind of a slap in the face to those characters that are important in Batman mythology. So I think that... That's not good. I, I hated the, the mission structure. I was never a fan of that as well. Um, and to be honest, Kyle, we talked about this. The ending, man. It's The ending of the story is the biggest slap in the face to the rest of the game. That was Yeah, the ending was so dumb. They brought Batman back and they were like, now nah, you gotta fight him. And then, you know, you brought him out of Talia's control and Batman was like, You've been saving the city without me the whole time. I'm going back to hell. <laughs> he just kills himself. I was like, what the fuck was that ending? There was no point. He literally pile drives the Batmobile into the ground. and I was, Or not the Batmobile, the Batwing into the ground. And I was like, you could have just put it on autopilot and got out of there, right? Like, you didn't have to do that. You know, the number one thing I said was that I didn't want Batman hijacking this game from, you know, the Knights. I didn't want him being the person that ended up kind of stealing the final spotlight and unfortunately he does and matt the the last thing you asked why was it worse than arkham knight i can tell you in a couple a couple examples the biggest one dude the fucking traversal across the map was absolutely terrible matt so let's talk about that for a second matt because the bat cycle probably one of the worst vehicles to ever control in all of gaming yeah, and that was just for me watching you play it and just kind of getting that, like, um, like that, that I kind of got like, the idea of what was going on. And I'm just like, this is not the same. I know a lot of people complained about the Batmobile and Arkham Knight, but this, this is like that, but so much worse. And then it didn't help because of the frame rate being as choppy as it was. And then I believe it was also you who said that you can, like, crash into another car and it would just, like... There's no the reaction. Yeah, exactly. How are how are we doing? And why did they make this game exclusive to this gen and cancel the previous gen games when it did not change a thing? And it's like this game has such a feel of that it was originally intended to be a games as a service. And then I kind of made this comparison before, and I saw this, this the same opinion on like on Twitter that this game started off as a games as a service type game, but when Avengers failed the way it did with the property as big as Avengers, yeah. I think that they kind of backed out of that, which is, you see that a lot with like this loot system, which thankfully it actually shows up on the character model. And I know you guys had a lot of glitches, so I want you to talk about those. Well, at some point I was playing as Batgirl and I was inside Nightwing. Or I was inside Red Hood. I was just, oh, no. 
I was just inside him. I don't know why. He there was just <laughs> his, I was just I was inside him and that sounds My so man. that sounds so I think wrong. You downloaded the wrong gospel <laughs> <laughs> video has been posted too. I hate everything. Like the like dude, like the worst part is Stacker pointed this out to me. You go back and watch that cutscene, there's two red hoods in the cutscene. <laughs> there's two red hoods. Like why are there two of you? <laughs> like it's so it's so bad the bad cycle the other thing is dude there's no aerial control so if you go off a ramp you can't control what direction you're going to go in from there you just go straight and again it uh, you know i'm going to end this part of the of this of the list by saying this some people say that they canceled the last gen version just to make the game strictly next gen i completely disagree I think they canceled the next-gen version and gave us all the fucking last-gen version. That's, really did. that's what I think. <laughs> that is, that is, Everybody gets the angry Joe copy. They slapped, <laughs> they slapped the PS5 logo on there and said, yeah, we'll see about that. We don't, we don't, well, who knows? Maybe we can fool them. Who's going to know? They'll never know. We knew. Spoiler alert, we knew the whole time. So, yeah, Gotham Knights, not a good game. Uh, just like our number three game was not a good game. Boys, do y'all remember? It was earlier in the year. It was a little bit colder outside than it is now. And we were already very oversaturated with um, games of the zombie genre. We were already very oversaturated with those. And then we got one of the worst examples of a good zombie game we've ever seen. And I said in that episode, this is going to go down as one of the worst games of the year. It made the top three. Motherfuckers, it is Dying Light 2. Made it to the top three, baby. Let's fucking go. A game that had a terrible protagonist, a terrible story, terrible gameplay, terrible performance, terrible across the board. It made it into the top three, fellas. Fuck that game. (laughs) actually the guns in dying light were great what guns (laughs) dying light one we're not even what guns in dying light two were there other than maybe the doom gun that you get one time for an easter egg kyle what exactly exactly there was no greatness (laughs) this one did not that game was bad this game did not spark joy The greatness in that game was seeing the glitches from Mario's double jump that you get. And even then. I don't know. I think I think the only greatness was me hitting the uninstall button. I think, <laughs> I think, I think that was the only bit of greatness. So, yeah. My favorite part. I, I, here's the thing, man. The biggest issue I had with Dying Light 2 was that it didn't fix any issue from the first game. A lot of people talked about in the first game how the character models looked ugly and, you know, the gameplay kind of gets repetitive after a while and it just kind of feels like you're doing just general fetch quests the entire time and the voice acting's not great. You know, it's all kind of the same thing. The, The villains are super generic. The twists are super obvious a mile away. It was all issues the first game had, but the difference is the first game was at least fun enough to where it hid those issues behind relatively solid parkour gameplay. And the parkour, when mixed with the combat, was where everything shined. Now, the problem is that in this game, none of that is the case. The combat feels like a couple steps back. The parkour feels like at least one or two steps back. And the performances are just as bland, just as boring, 
just as as lackadaisical as ever. And it sucks because, Matt, me and you talked about this game a lot before it came out. We were excited about this game. We were looking forward to playing it a lot, me and you were. Which is crazy because I actually missed out on the first Dying Light. But I heard a lot of good stuff about it. I had several friends who had put a lot of hours into it. It was like the original Dying Light and then the first Dead Island that everybody was talking about, like with this resurgence of of zombie games, just like how Walking Dead had a resurgence of just like the zombie genre in general. And it was just everywhere. So I was super excited for this game. And a lot of it just fell flat for me. I, I can't recall any of the uh, characters' names. I can't really recall a lot that happened, except I got chased a lot. Yeah. Um, I honestly, and another thing is, like, this is a kind of open-world game where there's just, in my opinion, there's too much going on. Um, Not and enough focus, yeah. I did I did appreciate the that there was that curve of difficulty when it came to... Um, you know, when it's nighttime and more of the... I'm just going to call them freaks or something like that. Zombies, freaks come out. And they had specific ones that if you alerted them, you basically caused a horde to chase you. Um, yep. And I thought that was cool. I'm guessing that was probably in the original. So maybe it's not a complete... You know, I don't know, I don't think that it was in the original. There were zombies that only came out at night. I think they were called bolters. But they would chase you back to a hideout, but only one of them would chase you. Unless you... Unless you alerted others. So that was one thing they did change and they did add on to to give them a little bit of credit. Yeah, and then one thing Thacker mentioned here, and this honestly is kind of stupid, is like no matter from what height you jump, as long as there's a mattress that indicated with the blue X that you, this is somewhere you could land, I was like, ah, that's so realistic. Why don't I just climb up on top of my roof, throw a mattress down, jump on that, and I'll be A-okay. Well, like... That was kind of another thing. It's, it's like the Assassin's Creed mechanic there. Yeah, like it's the whole like let me jump from this point of of interest and land in a fucking hay bale and I'll survive. Like what the fuck? Right. You're on fucking explode yeah. when you hit the ground. Hell no. Yeah. Like the other thing I hated in this game that was legitimately just bad was, and I feel like this is something I've said maybe a lot recently, mainly with Callisto Protocol and and maybe a few other games. The checkpoint system was not good. It was yeah. not good. It, I got I got reset once about 18, 19 minutes worth of gameplay back, and I was fucking furious when it happened. Yeah. I I was ready to quit the game and not play it. And the other problem is, and this is a big story thing, the story, the ending is such a slap in the face because everything you do, you end up doing for nothing. Like you have this point of saving somebody, and then you get to the end and you don't you can't even save them. And to me, yeah, that's so. just a gigantic waste of my time. So, just like Dying Light 2 is a waste of all of our times, we're going to go ahead and move on because we're into the top two. The, the top two is so fucking obvious. <laughs> the top two The top two is so fucking obvious. I told you... Now, he, I said that between the number one and the number two spot, it was a difference of one point. Between the number two and number three spot, however, it was a difference of seven points. Damn. Dying Light got nine points... Our number two worst game got 16 points. And make no mistake, these top two games, either one of them had claimed to the top spot. We just don't believe in ties around here. (laughs) And we call it soccer. Fuck off, England. Anyways, (laughs) fuck off. Fuck off, Iran. We call it soccer. Sent y'all asses packing, too. Fuck all y'all. We we sent y'all asses packing, too. We don't care. Anyways. Anyways, back to it. Number two on the list. I'm about to get mad. I'm getting mad just thinking about this game. 
<laughs> I've built up enough anticipation, though. Coming in at number two on our top five worst games of the years, it is Scorn. Jimmy. Scorn. Jimmy. Scorn Jimmy. is number two on the list. And to be honest, it has a very good argument for number one. So I want to talk about where I ranked this game because two people ranked Scorn as their least favorite game. Two people did. And it was Kyle and Thacker. Yep. I originally Jimmy, said... Jimmy was the only saving point. I originally said that Scorn was going to be my least favorite game. Now, I will go ahead and be honest about my list. My thinking kind of changed because as I thought about the games, I ranked. I ended up ranking Scorn third on my list. I ended up lowering it down to third, and I, I can explain why. In my opinion, Saints Row... And Gotham Knights, spoiler alert, LOL. They both had reasons. I say spoiler alert, we already all know what number fucking one on the list is now. We already know. It's not like it was fucking hidden. Anyways, like, those two games came with expectations. So, I, I kind of, I held it against them more that they were a little bit more egregious in certain areas than other games. I held that against them a little bit more that they had expectations. Scorn, meanwhile, I had zero expectations for. So now, make no mistake... Scorn is one of the worst fucking games to ever be made. It is fucking terrible. Matt, I'm going to start with you, because you, I think in your list, you ranked it third as well. You ranked Switch Sports second, and we know what you ranked number one, obviously, because you ranked the same number one as I did. But what was kind of the worst? You you were the only one of the four of us to finish this game. Kyle didn't even fucking start it. Because of that audio bug. He didn't start it. Me and Thacker fucked around with little Jimmy. That sounds bad out of context. <laughs> that sounds Good bad. Old Jimmy. That sounds bad out of context. <laughs> Somebody, nobody's clipping that. Bad to me. But Matt, just, you finished the game. What was it about this game that didn't work the most for you? The most, I'll say the most of this game had going for it was that it was free. <laughs> uh, Enough said. I, I completely understand the art style here. It's a very specific art style. Can't quite remember the name of it, but I, I looked it up on Google and I get it. So it's no, you know, it, it's to the eye of the beholder. But I thought that this game was kind of ugly. Um, yep. I thought that a lot of the puzzles where literally they did not tell you what to do. It was so confusing. Like everybody gets that first crane puzzle where you have to move like the, the eggs or whatever. Um, and if you're going in this game, not knowing like what to do, you're going to be wasting so much of your time that could be spent. Like, I don't know, playing Gotham Knights or Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think I'd rather die. I think... Um, and, and the fact that they felt this need, like this game would have probably just been a lot better as just like a puzzle walking sim where you're just taking in the scenery, but they decided to add some very awful combat where eventually you unlock weapons and the weapons don't really feel like that they have much of a like response. Like I can barely tell if I actually hit the enemy that I'm trying to shoot. Um, there were but weapons then, in this game? There were weapons in this game! <laughs> Surprisingly, there was basically like a shotgun type of weapon and all that. And like, the game was not, like, it didn't perform too bad for me. I didn't really have any problems. I did have a couple crashes, one or two. Um, I still somehow got myself to, to beat this game. And then that's one of my other complaints is the, end, the ending to this game made it feel like everything that I did was for nothing. And 
like these games that endless way is becoming way too many these days where it's just like you sit there for so many hours it's just playing a campaign and then you just get to the end and you beat the game and then it's like all you know it just completely feels pointless like why did i sit here and rack my brain break a sweat you know get aggravated that i kept walking in the same room over and over again because everything looks the same like I got lost so many fucking times. I felt like I was in a fun house mirror, minus the mirrors. We're gonna we're gonna call this episode Matt's rant of scorn. We're gonna call <laughs> we're gonna call this the rant of scorn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the ending is what really like made me mad. And as soon as I beat the game, and I get all the achievements. God, why did I do that? Um, why? I why? I uninstalled the game. I was. I was so I was so done with it, and I'm glad that like I I wasn't super high for it, so it wasn't like disappointing. It was just bad. He gets one platinum, and Matt all of a sudden becomes the platy daddy. It's kind of funny. No. <laughs> it's kind of I funny. Will, he gets one one say, platinum before Kyle, and he's the platy daddy. I will say, I miss Jimmy. That's the only part I miss. Jimmy was the I only redeeming Jimmy. factor. He was the only redeeming Jimmy. factor. This game has very few little few to no redeeming factors, and Jimmy was was one of them. So and he's so, not even named in the game. He's not even named. Like that's not even his name. We just made that shit up. It's so dumb. Jimmy. Mr. Beast. Jimmy. <laughs> but alright, you already know what number one is. Number one is Saints Row. So we all know why we hate this game. We all know why it didn't work for us. We have an over an hour long episode detailing it, but to sum it up in one word, Kyle, and then I'll go to you, Thacker. You two are the bigger Saints Row fans, and I feel like it's only fair to let you guys do a little bit more of the talking here. It's disappointing. It's really disappointing, and that's just kind of all there is to it. Yeah, this game was so horrendous. And, I mean, outside of the fact that it performed like shit, it was broken, it was glitchy. The amount of cutscenes that just were so fucky with the character models and shit, and the co-op was bad. Every bit of this game performed like shit. And then you get to the writing, the characters, These are my friends. the storyline. My friends! My friends! They were fucking cringe they were so awful it was just they were it was like some old dude was trying to write you know what they thought young people sounded like and it was so bad dude kevin was the worst fucking character on the face of the planet but from you know playing the old saints row games to going to this this is so tame compared to what Saints Row used to be. And that was why I think it flopped so hard is because Saints Row has always been the goofier, wackier GTA clone. Yep. And it fully embraced the self-awareness and it was always, you know, just the wildest shit. And this game, I mean, GTA Five was more wild and wacky than this game. This game was so basic and bland. I hated it. Thacker, you were the other big fan of this game, or you were the other big fan of this franchise. Just where did this game miss the mark the most for you? Where didn't it? That's fair. Well, to be fair, Thacker, you did. I am going to hold you. You did call it fantastic on the review. I did. I did. I did. Uh, If I could, if I had a time machine, I'd go back 
and smacked myself about a hundred thousand times for that. That's fair. One for each glitch in this game. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this game is oh that's all I have. Eh, it was that bad. In yeah. fact, I think I think it was so bad, I think Kyle actually after this game flopped, Kyle, correct me if I'm wrong, you went back and started playing the old Saints Rose, didn't you? I did, actually. I went back and started platinuming the old ones. I don't care what I have any issues with Saints Row, Gata Hell, or any of the, uh, anything past th- two. In my book now, and I'm on the record saying this, I take every negative thing I have ever said back about Saints Row 2, or sorry, Saints Row 3, 4, Gata Hell, I take all of that back because at least you weren't the Saints Row 2022. You know, the crazy thing is I was really excited for this game. And Kyle can attest. I was actually really looking forward to it. I was, I was, you know, excited to kind of get into this franchise for the first time. And I just, there was nothing that really worked for me. The co-op made it a little bit of fun, mainly because we were able to do some wacky, stupid shit. KSI? KSI, boom. <laughs> you killed Kev. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but but outside of that, like, it ran horribly. The story wasn't good. The characters were poorly written. There just wasn't anything good. And then, again, the glitches were really the worst part because, for the most part, like, Kyle, you couldn't even figure out how you were supposed to get to weapons that you needed for trophies. Like, it was... Yeah. The game was designed that poorly that it was almost hidden, like, where it was you could find these weapons. And I don't know. This, this game wasn't good. And I and I I think we all said that we hope we don't see a sequel, but you know I want to reiterate that that I really hope we don't see a sequel. Yeah. On honestly, Rusty, Matt, I can't speak for Kyle, but I personally apologize for getting y'all's hopes up for this game. Nah, it's not your fault, dude. It's the game's fault. The marketing of this game was really good. The market the marketing was really was. good. Like it got everybody excited, man. It wasn't anything any of us did. We, we, we all were looking forward to this game, and we were all disappointed by it. So that is our top five worst games of the year. Just for a recap, number five, Nintendo Switch Sports. Number four, Gotham Shites. Number three, Dying Light <laughs> 2. Number two, Scorn. And number one is Saints Row. Now, thank God the next time we're going to get together to do one of these lists, it's our top ten episodes of the year. Or top ten episodes, top ten games of the year. And let me just tell you, the top five of that game are all games that could win Game of the Year any other year. So that is going to be an unreal list. It's going to be a well over hour long episode when we do that. We cannot wait for our third Game of the Year episode inside Mission's History. But for today, that is going to wrap us up. You can follow us on Twitter at SideMissionPod. You can follow us on Facebook and TikTok at SideMissionPodcast. For the boys, for Backer, for Kyle, for Matt, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening. 